0: The SA Betfair Edge with Claire Lindop and Miles Fitzner for Betfair. Set your own odds on the million dollar chase on Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858.
1: Welcome and good morning to the SA Betfair Edge. Find better odds on the AFL on Betfair and play your way. As always, gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Miles Fitzner with you on a Saturday morning as I'm joined by the sweetheart of the South Australian turf who decided to roll in. With the the racing careers SA T shirt on, she's ready to go. Her name is Claire Lindop. How are you, Claire? Bit
2: good morning, Miles. Yes, I've had a little uh, work show this morning at Morpherville. I uh, took a tour around backstage of Race Racecourse, showed them the the daily care and exercise that all the horses go through, and it's pretty mind boggling. You see what. She goes into all these horses, athletes, and and what's some good racing we've got at the moment. Last week was fantastic racing, Derby Day, and uh, you got a win. Oh, was, uh, we'll talk Monster.
1: about that in a minute. Uh, but Goodwood Day, favourite memories of Goodwood Day for you? Uh,
2: 2011, in the front,
1: <laughs> yeah. Lone Rock. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought it'd be pretty easy to go through. Your favourite. Tay Clear, we'll do a quick recap because we've got a massive show. Leon McDonald to join us very shortly. Host of runners. Kayla Crowther after the break for her chances, including Behemoth in the Goodwood. Gab Nutt from the Ma Eustace team to talk about her runners uh, that are over here. And then we've got the card with Lockie and Best Bet. So plenty to fit in. We'll go back to last week. Q Man, nice win in the first.
2: Yeah, and uh, Speed Lover ran second for McAvoy and he was right, McAvoy. Wasn't he with his tips um, throughout the day and, and how they went?
1: Uh, skilled bunch. Uh, lock had that in race number two. Went well.
2: Good ride from Paul Gat And really nice to see Sue and Jason Yench with this good winner in these $100,000 um, finals.
1: Yes. And then uh, race number three, the best of the day, Twin Stars Salutes.
2: This was super impressive. If it goes to Queensland, keep following it. Um, yeah, well done. It was your best of the day.
1: Uh, now, funny one. Uh, race number four. Well, the big boy who I didn't give a hope to. Uh, and I was stuck on a plane flying to Melbourne to call the footy. I didn't even have a bet. I didn't even watch the race. That's the way. I've turned my phone on when we've landed on the tarmac and it's blown up and everyone said, your horse has won. I said, that can't be right. You're all having me on. And he, actually, won, he won well.
2: It was, you know, if you go through the ratings of this race, it's probably one of his best wins. Extra time, got up sneakily on the fence. Um, good ride, but Munster was too strong. Point Blaze, of course, it ran really well as okay. No name lane, which I liked, I think, was a bit of a muddling run, but forgive run, keep following.
1: Absolute 15 out of 10 from Jess Eaton, mod I say. She gave it a fair in peach. Let's go. Rush away, lad, for uh, Travis Dowdle, she- beat Calypso Rainle. They keep winning.
2: Fantastic ride from Angus Chung, too. He just rode it in the box seat. Just, you, know, mate, you know, sometimes we overthink these things and he made it look easy. So the well one, done.
1: The one week I jump off Morty, he wins.
2: Oh, so happy this oh. one and the Brumby didn't get beat. <laughs> Sorry, it was my lay of the day, so I was happy about that one. Um, Yeah, well done to Shane Kale. Great training effort to keep this horse up and going as he has been for quite a little while in his preparation. Uh, and Thrill Kill, I think, was one to keep following for Peter Hardacre. Elation
1: too good. Hop on Harry and Residue ones to follow.
2: This was the win of the day to me. This is a super horse, Elation. Keep Star. an eye on him now. Um, Hop on Harry, Residue, we both had them for our place bets. So that's excellent. People wrapped them up in their trifectas.
1: Uh, then the Derby. I'm kind of going to say I got this right because – Yaffet, we gave a big push to. That's run second. And we said you could back a few at odds. And then being Jungle the Magnate, essentially the first four out of five or six mentioned. So, but uh, Yaffet, airborne late. Uh, Jungle Magnate, though, super training performance. And we've followed this horse a little bit on the show.
2: I think the top four of those will be all nice horses going forward. So definitely be looking at where they're gonna go um into the springtime.
1: And I was looking forward to my quaddy payout. Oh, I know. Uh, as well. I was like, How big is my quaddy gonna be? Uh and what did I have? The second and third runners in the last and Ooh. Sunny Green for the squid wins at sixty one bucks <laughs> and just broke hearts right around the country.
2: I was big rubbing my hands because Sami hit the front with John Allen and Henry Dwyer. It looked like it was home, and that was the best of the day for me. But well done to Garrett Lynch. He's a small train, I'll have to have him on the show after the car. He does a very good job with his horses and, and gets some uh, wins on the board.
1: Well, Claire, our next guest, we've got him in early on the show, and uh, fair to say, well, he's a gentleman of South Australian racing. He's a superstar, he's the king. You uh, wrote a lot for him. We love having him on the show, and he's always generous with his time with us. We speak of Leon McDonald, and he joins us. So, uh, good morning to you, Leon. Hi, Miles.
3: How are you going?
1: Going very well. Uh, Claire always gets a smile on her face when we get you on the show. Um, Your association, sort of uh, everyone knows about it, but uh, she always gets a spring in her step when you come on the show. I'm sure you enjoy chatting to Claire in the media now.
2: Hello, boss. Yes.
3: Yeah. Hi, Claire. Yeah. We've had a lot of chats in the
1: past, so it's just like used to be. Hey, Leon, uh, it's Goodwood Day. It's one of the great days on the South Australian racing calendar. You've got a really firm hand here um, with some horses that are running extremely well, and and uh, a few we want to run through. We'll get straight into them. We'll start with Pearl Bandit in race number one, and uh, this has been a horse that's been thereabouts uh, for some time, and does have uh, a lot of ability. The 2015 shouldn't be a drama. Is uh, you pretty keen on Pearl Bandit?
3: Oh, look, I think he can run a good race. He's probably getting to the stage, the veteran stage, uh, and maybe getting towards the end of his tether that um, he didn't probably quite run out the 2,500 last start, um, and it was a, a lot, a, probably a stronger race than this one. Um, I think he's much better suited by the 2,000.
2: Race three in the Carbine Club 1200 metre race, you've got So You Can here, um, which is, I think at the moment is probably pretty generous odds, really, to be honest, for, Ooh, his, yeah. for his first up form, that he's, he does have some good form there. Um, is he going as well as you want him to at this stage, Leon, and can you give this a bit of a shake?
3: Well, look, I think so. He um, had a jump out the other day, an official jump out at Moorferville. I thought he went quite well. Uh, Maybe, once again, he's not quite as good as he used to be, but uh, he looks well. His work's been pretty good, uh, and we're hoping for a forward showing. Uh,
2: And, of course, the big one, one of the big races on the card today is the RLE Stakes, a Group 3 race. Um, In this race, you've got Dallassan in, and... Um, Just having a look back through his form, and and as it's probably been well documented, he hasn't had a win for a couple of years, but, gee, he's ran some amazing races in some very, very hot races, and I think his record of running in Group 1s is 17. I think
1: it's 17 Group group 1s from my calculations since the win. Yes, he has 17 Group
3: 1 runs, uh, and his last seven races have all been in Group 1s and pretty strong ones too. Um, this looks an ideal race for him because he hasn't been a winner for nearly two years or around two years. Um, He does get in without a penalty, which also is very, um, you know, it's very pleasing to see that.
2: A little bit of awkward gate barrier 10. What riding instructions would you give to Jason? Will you be trying to go forward a little bit more from that wider gate?
3: He will be going forward. He races best going forward.
2: I hope you can slot in there. So it looks a little bit we speed with struck by, et cetera, so we might be able to get that nice little cart for him, and, uh, yeah, we'll be cheering him on.
1: Yeah, nice cart. Let's, yeah. Go to, let's go to the Goodwood, Leon. You've got Manhattan Times in here and, and uh, well, should get a run. Um, and, look, gets in light here. Now, you've got – we're going to talk about another award in a minute, but Jess Eaton on board has a good association with this horse, 52 kilos, the last run in behind Serides and General Bow. It was a funny old race that, wasn't it? Because Serides Williams put the handbrakes on – didn't he, and really pushed the whole field back and then and then managed to skip clear. I thought it was a pretty good run off the back of a, of a race that sort of had a, an interesting mid-race move.
3: Yeah, I think it, um, his sectionals were as good as any in the day, uh, and he did finish the race off extremely well. I think when the brakes did go on near the 800, um, he, uh, his head went in the air, and he, he did cop um, not a severe check but quite a check. Uh, and just unbalanced him in his rhythm, um, he was still last and on the turn and made up a lot
1: of ground up the straight. Yeah, fastest 200, I think, on the day uh, on my book for Manhattan Times. We go to the Proud Miss, So This is a race. This is the one that I really want to talk to you about, Leon. Another award was absolutely massive in the Sankster. Um, I know Snap are in a way game, but in around some genuine Group 1 horses, it flew late. Um, this horse has sort of been around the mark, been winning and winning well. I know it was only 78 grade a couple ago, but beat some nice horses. Um, but then it sort of stepped up to the Sangster and delivered. It was career best, in my opinion. Do you think another award can go to another level now and put these away?
3: Oh, look, I hope so. I mean, her, her form, this, this preparation has been really good. Uh, and she did finish the Sangster off at set weights in a group one and was, was in the photo with September run, which I think would have been given her about 38 points had it been a
1: handicap race. You got Pim's party in there as well, Smoky.
3: Oh, she's been a bit different in her two runs this time in. Um, it's a while since she had raced before those runs, uh, and I think she is on the improvement but... Uh, We'll
1: probably have to improve a bit to win this. Leon, uh, before I ask yeah. you that, Southern Swoop's nominated for the Queensland Oaks. Is there a chance that Southern Swoop goes north? No, no there won't be. No. no. And uh, I can't let you go. Claire said she won't ask you because she, she said she wouldn't, but I will. What's, what do you think's your best of the day for the punters out there, Leon?
3: I'd have to say Dallas then.
1: Beautiful. Uh, now, I know I ask you every time. Any little stories about Claire? Has she been coming out, jumping on a few other horses? That she lost it, or does she need a few instructions, maybe in a few with track work?
3: Well, number no, one, you can't give her instructions, she has her own. <laughs> I and secondly, she still comes out occasionally and, and gets on one uh, uh, and give, give, gives me the advice what she should be doing.
1: Yeah, I, I, uh, That's exactly what I'm after. Leon, appreciate your time, mate. Uh, always uh, love watching your horses go around. They're always competitive. You're, well, you're the king of South Australian racing, mate, and long may you reign. Uh, good to have you on and thank you so much for your time. Okay, thank you. Leon McDonald there, always good to chat. Always try to get in with a clip for you. I Always try to get him. It's he's, good.
2: Yeah, he's uh, he's, he's yeah, he's all a fame trainer, a fantastic oh, gentleman see. of the turf, and uh, good luck with his horses today. And um, it's good that he stuck to with his stable apprentice Tegan Vorum riding. So you can, and uh, you know he always sticks with his jockeys that ride the work, and um, it's good.
1: Barring probably Pearl Bandit, they are all, and maybe Pim's Party. So you can Dallas and Manhattan Times another award. Good they're, chances. They're all. Genuine chances, aren't they? Absolutely. Uh, let's jump to a break. On the other side of this, let's go from a trainer to a jockey. My tip, mind you, for the uh, jockey's premiership, I'm going to be reminding her uh, also that uh, that she was my tip. We're also going to catch up with Gab Nutt again on the other side of this from the Ma Eustace team. This is the SA Betfair Edge. Thanks to Betfair. Uh, find better odds on AFL with Betfair and gamble responsibly. Call one eight hundred eight five eight eight five eight.
0: 858 858 the SA Betfair Edge with Claire Lindop and Miles Fitzner for Betfair. Set your own odds on the million dollar chase on Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1 800 858 858.
1: Welcome back to the SA Betfair Edge. Miles Fitzner, Cleary Thanks to Betfair, find better odds on AFL on Betfair and play your way. Claire, uh, I'm uh,
2: so excited we have Kayla Crowther oh, on the
1: show. I know, and now the reason I'm excited is because uh, she's uh, been very kind of my pocket of late. Doctor DD, I think it was Valor Rocket Strathalbyn the other day. The video that went up on SEM booting at home, 102 and a half winners for the season. And might I add, my prediction when we did the predictions for the jockey <laughs> premiership winner. Kayla Crowther joins us. Hello, Kayla. <laughs> Hello.
4: How are you going?
1: Good, thank you. Uh, thanks for making me right so far that you're winning the Jockeys Premiership. Things are going well.
2: Yeah, going really good. Thank you. How are you enjoying riding during Adelaide Carnival? You've been getting some good rides every Saturday, mixing it with some of the best jockeys in Australia and arguably the world, coming over here to Morfordville. How are you finding the jockeys' rooms and are you enjoying a bit of banter and holding your own here on your home turf? Yeah, definitely. Um, oh, it's really great to have them all here and
4: it changes the complexion of the races a little bit too and, yeah, it's really nice for a bit of change as well.
1: Kayla, I just want your thoughts on the track. Uh, now, I remember Goodwood last year, remember Savitou XL sort of held the front and managed to find that good bit of grass on the rail. How are you expecting the track to play out today? And, uh, it's, a, it's sort of a funny one. We've had a fair bit of racing on it. It looked like you could make ground late last week. How are you expecting it to be?
4: Yeah, I'm just hoping it's fair, to be honest. Um, To be fair, the track is a little bit tired now. I think it's still walking even enough. Uh, But, you know, yeah, it has been whacked with a lot of racing, so it does look a bit tired when you have a good look at it. But I'm really hoping it's not on pace because that won't suit me with any of mine on Saturday. So I'm just hoping it's an even playing field.
1: Yeah, Um, or... looking at looking at him you want a few to come from behind we'll start with race number two Kayleigh. you've got Aston Rapova for Wayne Francis and Glenn Kent.
4: Yeah he's uh, obviously sharply back in grade um, it's a it's a tough little race but you know his first two runs this fret were faultless so um, you know I'm hoping to see him do something similar again.
1: We'll go to race number four and I know you uh, you like riding some of these Dunns horses star tied here uh, it, it was a pretty good run. I thought uh, first up for Star Tide and and it looks like a horse that can improve. Can this two-year-old filly maybe surprise in this race?
4: Yeah, I think she'll run well. It was a heavy track that day too and she got home well. Um, She's drawn okay for, you know, it's not a massive field, so she's drawn all right. Um, I don't know much about her. She's been in Melbourne, so I'll probably know more after Saturday.
2: Uh, race five, which is a 2,000-meter race, and I think you have a good record in these 2,000-meter staying races, Kayla. You seem to have a very cool head and you're riding Comfort Girl again for Shane Cowell and uh, I think it was probably four runs back. It looked like you weren't going to get out and get a run. And um, with three strides out, you just burst through the pack and, and hit the front there and made it look easy. Uh, you've drawn barrier one, which sometimes can be a little bit hard in these staying races with you know the pace being sometimes run a bit muddling. Um, how do you think uh, the she is going and, and is this the sort of race that you, she can actually surprise in?
4: Yeah, I was really happy with her last start. Obviously, it was 2,500, and she's dropping back to 2,000. But I think she really suits those inner draws. And, yeah, when she got held up last time and got out late, probably learnt a little bit about her too, that, you know, she's got a bit of turn of foot over these staying trips. So I was really happy with Barrier 1 for her, and I'm hoping I can just get a really nice suck run. And, uh, you know, she ran fourth in, in listed grade last up. Or oh, it was a group three listed race race. Um, so, you know, she's she's definitely up to them. I thought she was a bit over the odds at $80 or whatever she, she is. Uh, she's a good stayer. But, yeah, the drop-in trip is probably the only concern.
1: Uh, the only two wins from the horse, you've been on the back. Nine starts, you've been on the horse for five placings, including two wins. So you obviously have a great association with the mare. We go to race number six on the card, and this is Morissette you're riding here in the Essays Philly's Classic. And another one... Well, uh, for Simon Ryan, I mean, the last run wasn't great over the 2000, I don't think. But uh, do you think there's improvement to come?
4: Yeah, I think she's a real true stayer. Um, I thought her run, you know, wasn't bad in Group 1 company to finish sort of exactly midfield. But this run was sort of always the target. So she had a nice soft run in, in the Oaks and she comes up with a nice draw up to the 25, she
2: probably ticks a lot of boxes. I'm pretty happy to be able to stick with her. So just getting off um, the staying races into the sprint race. Oh, here we go. Race eight, the Goodwood, the big one, the group one. Now, this is – all of our listeners have been following all of these horses have been racing here in Adelaide. Some of them are coming across fresh, but some of them have been been meeting already. Um, You're riding Behemoth, who – a big fan of him here, and I just want to say that you've ridden this horse a long, long time through his preparations. Those couple of years has been uh, trained by David Jolly, and uh, I know that some of the early runs you didn't always get the chance to sit on him. And I think it's a credit to you that you've always kept riding him in scallops and riding him in his trials, and now you're getting these opportunities. Um, it was a good run in the Mackay Group 3, his last start. It looked like he got back a little bit in that race. Sort
1: of had nowhere to go, really.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, and just wondering about what your thoughts are here with this 1,200 um, from Barrier 8. He's doing not too bad in the middle of the, middle of the um, field. Do you think you're trying to be a little bit handier, Kayla, or how do you see this working out for him?
4: Yeah, I probably hope to be a little bit closer than I was last start. Uh, we did want to give him a conservative run last time. But uh, this prep he's been very relaxed even in his track work and everything, so he sorta of just fell out the gates and normally he can get up pulling a little bit, but he sorta of didn't do that. But it was eleven hundred as well and you know, there was good enough tempo in it. But the way he hit the line I was really happy with him. I thought the run was a perfect lead up run into this and yeah, he's come up with a great gate of the chances drawn in and around him and out wider. I think it maps really well for
1: him. You're two from six track and trip and uh, you've had four goes at him for one win and two seconds. Kayla, is it important to work out sort of how hard they're going? Savatu, Excel and Extreme Warrior, obviously going to sit up on speed. The scratching of in the boats, probably taking the fierceness out of that tempo. Are you sort of, do you sort of have to play it by ear or sort do of you go, well I want to be maybe sort of one or two pairs back with a little bit of cover?
4: Yeah, I want to be a little bit closer, but, um, you know, he's a horse that sort of does like to wind up as well. Over a bit further, he can sit a bit closer, but I'd love to be, you know, three pairs back, um, following a good one into it.
1: And with a horse was- his size, does, if he gets stuck in a hole, though, is it does it make it easier on a horse his size to go, you know what, I can actually hit that gap? Like, he can sort of bullock his way through.
4: Yeah, he can sort of push his way into the clear if he wanted to. Um, he's quite a... He obviously towers over a lot of horses out there, so when you sort of start moving him out onto another... like encroaching on another horse, he's he's uh, big and robust that they sort of move a little bit for him, which I think is a good advantage. Um and you know he doesn't mind doing. If anything, he loves it. He's a bully, so he wouldn't mind sort of pushing his way through the field if he
1: has to. That's what I want to hear. And uh, as are you. You don't mind hitting a gap either, because remember you did it on one of mine one day, and uh, we got the chocolates. It's going to race nine, and you've got spinning. <laughs> now this um, this filly was really competitive in a in a pretty good race, I think, uh, in the spring. Sort of gets in here light. If drawn okay, it wouldn't be a shock result here for spinning. I don't think in the last.
4: Yeah, I obviously don't know her at all. Um, I picked up the ride pretty late, but um, Tom Davenick brings two over as well. Um, Yeah, she's drawn okay. Maybe for the last it might suit to draw out a little bit more wider. Um, But, you know, the race, besides the top few, it's not overly hard. Um, The top couple are obviously good, but then, you know, it seems pretty level playing field to me.
1: Taylor, we need your best of the day for the punters. I like following you. What do you think's your best chance of the day?
4: Look on. Um... On paper, like I was really wrapped with
2: how
1: Behemoth's going, but I don't want to say my best of the day
2: <laughs> <No. good. laughs> I love that. <laughs> Let's just, yeah, don't put the pressure. Well, right. that's okay. Well, well, outside of
1: outside <laughs> of the big boy, where's <laughs> your best of the day? <laughs> don't even answer
2: that, Kayla. You've done us a favour coming on the show. I know what it's like when everyone's trying to get a piece of you because you're right in the uh, big race. Look
1: at you, jockeys all sticking bloody together. <laughs> hey, hey, <laughs> Kayla. What what I am loving is that at the start of the year we thought that you were going to have a massive year. We put you on top for the premiership, and you're doing just that. you uh, you're absolutely flying. We love watching you ride and uh, keep booting them home for us because uh, the pockets are thanking us. So, thank you very much, and we'll chat to you again soon. Good luck.
2: Good luck, Kayla. You're not that you need it, you're riding in super form. Good girl. <laughs> thank
1: you. Oh, you jockeys, you all stick together, don't you? Oh, you get in and defend her. Oh, just don't you watch her, that, Kyle. I'll, I'll handle Miles. <laughs> <laughs> Fair to you. Hey, right, from one guest to another, this is the real superstar at the Mar Eustace stable, Club This it's is the real boss. Summer, I know isn't Kieran Mar and Dave Eustace, and they get all the uh, all the kudos or whatever. But behind the scenes, there's someone that makes sure that the wheels keep turning, and that is Gab Nutt. And she joins us. She's been on before. How are you, Gab? That was a nice intro. Well, uh, look, uh, hopefully the boys listen in and uh, we can just work a little pay rise in or something, Gab. Oh, it's always
5: sweet, isn't it? But no, I'm very well. Thank you, Miles and Claire. How are you?
2: Yeah, thank you very much for joining us, Gab. Um, It's exciting racing here in South Australia at the moment, of course, and as you well know, the, the stable is flying. Um, you've got the three runners at Moorfordville today as well. Um, Shall we get straight into the yeah, we'll go. To, well,
1: La is yeah. obviously nominated and, and, and going to stay here, accepted here. Blake McDougall goes on Lashevelis. And, and I, I know that this horse was, you know, maybe going to Melbourne, maybe not. It had been up in Sydney. Nice win on the heavy uh, in a 78 there and won well with Sam Clipperton. Um, just thought that this might have been a, a, an easier uh, sort of outfit for it, Gab.
5: Yeah, definitely. I mean, look, the wetter, the better for her. Um, she is a mare that loves loves to get her toe in. So, you know, we try and find those wet tracks um, with her especially. And obviously the race has got black type, so she can go over there and run top three. at adds a very um, important little bit of boldness to our pedigree so that you know that was sort of the reasoning why we're leaning there too and hopefully the the rain stays around in adelaide and um it keeps it keeps a bit pet for
2: it race seven you've got a uh, junipal in the Relay stakes over the mile now i actually just gave um this little bloke a pat yesterday um, i see he's come across and seems to have traveled quite well over from melbourne i can give you a little report there if you like <laughs> um,
5: yeah. oh good good fantastic yeah no our horses come over uh, and they always stay with Will Clark, and he does a great job. He's obviously a great friend of the stable as well. Um, so, no, he's in, he's in good form by all reports. Um, they're happy with how he's been working. And they believe, you know, we've got a very soft draw, obviously, and Johnny Allen's on board who uh, knows him very well. Uh, great clients, obviously. The Colors won the Adelaide Derby last year with Explosive Jack, so... Hopefully they can uh, do a similar
1: job at Morfordville today. Let's go to the Goodwood gab, uh, Bella Nipatina. Now, you and I had spoken about this horse before, and we thought that it uh, might be in for a reasonable campaign. It was a nice win beating Tricky Girl up there at Ranwick in the heavy. The last start at Morfordville over the 1,200 in the Sankster. was sort of three links off them, but it does do its best work late. Uh, the stable hoping from gate 15 that uh, there's a fair bit of tempo and Bella can swoop on them.
5: Yeah, exactly. I mean, she's just such a consistently tough mare. Um, you know, she just continues to, to back up and and do um, no nothing wrong. I mean, she loves her racing, and why not have a throw at the stubs at another group one? So if she could run, you know, finish a little bit closer this time, um, you know, and better on her performance from a couple of weeks ago, again, it adds a great bit of black type to her pedigree, and she's... The team are happy with her and hopefully we can see a bit of a show from her uh, later today.
1: Gab, your best of the day at Morfordville in, uh, in your opinion. We won't hold it uh, to the stable.
5: Oh, <laughs> that's tough. Um, look, look, let's go with Bella. I reckon she can do it. Fingers and toes crossed.
1: Certainly She's
5: are. Very tough. We love
1: it. Gab, absolutely love having you on the show. Uh, thank you so much for your time. Good luck with all the horses. Good luck with running the stable because we know that you're the real brains behind the whole operation. <laughs> uh, look forward to catching up with you at another time. And uh, and thanks so much for your time this morning. Thanks
5: for having me on.
1: Gab, not there from the Ma Eustace team. We're going to jump to a break desperately on the other side of this. We're going to come back and have a look at the card, find better odds on AFL on Betfair and play your way. As always, gamble responsibly.
0: The SA Betfair Edge with Claire Lindop and Miles Fitzner for Betfair. Set your own odds on the million-dollar chase on Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Welcome back
1: to the SA Betfair Edge. Find better odds on AFL and play your way with Betfair. As always, gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Claire, running super short on time, we introduce the bloke we run through the card with every week from Winning Edge Investments and Betfair, Lockie Mosley. How are you, Lock?
6: I'm um, really, really good guys. Um, excellent days racing today, so really looking forward
1: to it. Super competitive. Claire Bear, on, track, please. On,
2: on the outer track, of course, Smolfordville, the big track. The rail's out five metres from the 1200 to the winning post. They're just trying to give those horses a little bit of fresh ground. I think it's going to race pretty evenly, and it's out three metres from the 800 metres uh, around to the 1200, so uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, hoping it's not similar ish to last year, but as Kayla said, getting tired. Let's get straight into it, team. We got a race number one over the 2015 Benchmark 80. I can't believe the price at Not Usual Glorious went up here. Oh, look, I know it's because um, uh, we are stood sort of now getting into sort of good four territory, but a share or two come. On. I don't think it's going to be that great. It might look like that on top. But, look, I've got to put him on top. Uh, I think maybe something like does it is probably the danger. They're probably the two for mine. Don't think really anything else can win.
6: Locke? Yeah, I like Musclebrook here on the each-way basis, maybe a one times two. Um, It was pretty good against Not Usual Glorious last time, made good ground late, uh, better off at the weights and further up in distance. I think it can turn the tables or certainly looks like a nice value runner. Not Usual Glorious in for second, medieval at miss for third.
2: I agree with you. Not usually glorious, perhaps carrying 61 is a little bit of an issue, but Paul Gatt suits his horse, and I think uh, he's a strong a strong rider for, for him. I think it suits him. Number five, does it? I have uh, in for a place, Jake Toro, Richard Chantel, Jolly um, going super, of course, and I, she did have number nine, Muzzlebrook, as a little bit of specking as well.
1: Let's go to race number two on the card over the 1,050, benchmark 72. we got a shorty here, extremely lucky, and it looks extremely well placed here too. Um... Look, probably can't lay it. I think the only danger is a full probe and Magic Max, dependent on uh, on how the track is playing. But I've got uh, yeah eleven four five. My numbers locked.
6: Yeah, don't need to say too much more. I think this is a put in take out job. They're extremely lucky. Um, it's been extremely unlucky. It's past two, so it's going to bounce back with Jamie Carr on it. Kenyon Wonder might run well fresh. Magic Max and Chosen Blonde.
2: I'm agreeing with you all. Extremely lucky the market says it should just win this race. Uh, too short, really, to have a bet on. I have had a little something on Secret War for a place, number one. I think it's going to um, bounce and be there. And if it is still racing a little bit on pace for the first couple of races, I thought it might be a value for you. And I do like Magic Max back and grade here and full probe for a place as well.
1: This is where it starts to get a bit more difficult. Over the 1,200, the Carbine Club of South Australia, benchmark 64 here. I've got good race written here, and it certainly is a good race. Uh... I think Miss Langtree's not the worst in this race either for David Jolly, um, and I've liked... It does like putting them together. I know it doesn't have a great record at the track, but it's certainly got a great record at the trip. Uh, Miss Langtree at a nice price, not without a hope. Also, the number 12 three tiers. Got to include that for Peter Hardacre. Gets the, the jock Craig Williams on board, who's been riding this carnival extremely, extremely well. So three tiers in for second. And then I've got um, I've got the two, So You Can for Leon McDonald at around about the $8 mark can do some damage too. So I think he can get some uh, some overs in this race lot.
6: Um, I like Brother's Shadow for Travis Dowdle and Campbell Rew- Rewilly here. It raced last weekend and it didn't really have any luck. It was sort of hemmed up along the fence the whole way. Uh, never really got a crack at them. Uh, they're backing up over uh, off seven days. So that suggests the horse had a little bit in the taint. So they're uh, having another crack here. So that one can go on top. Three tiers, Pivotal Force, a big one down the bottom at about 100 to 1 might run a cheeky race. And Jean Valjean as
1: well.
2: Uh, Jean Valjean.
1: Jean Valjean. Yeah, that's Valjean Jean Van. Jean. It. Jean Valjean. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. That's, I would have said the same thing. <laughs> it's
2: from lame is anyway. Yeah. Um, oh, is it? <laughs> yeah. um, three tiers for me. Number twelve. Craig Williams Peter Hardacre. gets his horses going really well. Iron Benet a uh, does run the last, so if it runs well, keep an eye on uh, Iron Ben in the last race as well. Um, cash and checks won at, at value. I, I had a little sneaky place on it for Ashton Downing. Um, but so you can, I think, can win this. I think this is the right sort of race for it with the claim fatigue and Vorum. Um, Langtree as well, but I sort of can't have too many horses in there, so I've got, so you can uh, a couple little play snibbles.
1: Race number four, the David Coles uh, Stakes and yeah, what a man he was, over the 1200. Uh, it's all about see you in heaven here. If it runs up to what it was uh, that run last start, it'll absolutely brain knees. I think the dangers are, well the other jolly runner, H2O, if it gets improvement it'd need to improve probably a length and a half, um, I think to, to do some damage. Maximilius is not without a claim here either. Um, it's last start at Caulfield over the 1,200, that ran in behind Lincoln Square and Liberty Steps uh, by three links, and and that was a really nice little race. So I am four, five, two uh, are my numbers here, star-tied to ro- to round out uh, the 10 to round out my four.
6: I think the fact that you see Jake Toro on See You in Heaven and not H2O Speaks volumes here, I think this is a, a pretty good horse going forward. It's drawn barrier one. It's been dominant last two. Um, I don't see any reason why it's not going to win again. Um, Prairie Flower's been going okay, got home okay last start, um, will appreciate the extra trip. Maximilius, I agree, Miles will be thereabouts, and H2O in for fourth.
2: I think, see so. you in heaven. Uh, the market's got it right. It's, she's a lovely filly. It'd be nice to see a good horse like this take out, um, deserves to win this Group 3 race. Um, it, Guessing at some of the other first starters and how they line up, maybe number 11 as time goes by, Jamie Carve, the Freedman Stable. Maybe keep her in uh, your multiples. Um, and I agree, Prairie Flower, I thought it's been some, running some eye-catching races. Um, and Miss Dunford, number six, um, does have not bad form against Twin Stars as well, which ran as well. So I thought that's one to look in for a multiple. But, yeah, ghost number four, see you in heaven. Uh,
1: the Centauri over the 2015, race number five. Uh, good little race this. Um, I, I don't know why they've put up uh, around about the $8 mark for Silent Sovereign again. That's silly. Uh, I know Foxy Freed is short, um, but um, it's probably too short to have a go. It certainly can win. Um, Lush Everly though This is the one I want to keep an eye on Spoke to Gab just before They had it nominated everywhere This and that win at ranwick uh, Was in a really nice 78 And it won and it won well I know it's heavy But it does have a reasonable good track form I think it might just be a little bit too good for these So I am 7, 1, 4 and 2 My numbers
6: um, I think Foxy is the best bet of the day. I think it did not have any luck last start. Um, it should have definitely won. It was just held up the whole way. Finally got out, burst into second. Um, look, the horse at one, Silent Sovereign, can't knock it, but uh, three and a half kilos better at the weights of Foxy Frieda. So, and its only run at 3000 was excellent. So um, the price has been missed a little bit. It's uh, come right in. So uh, maybe bet late. You might be able to get a better price. Star La Dragonetta and Silent Sovereign in for the rest of the numbers.
2: This A uh, little bit interesting, the pace in this race. There's not a lot of speed on paper, so obviously you know, things these sort of races do throw up horses which do go forward, but for that reason, Deny Knowledge number nine is a go-forward horse, and I thought it might be sneaky for a little bit of a, a value bet for this race. Uh, I agree with you, Miles. Silent Sovereign's probably the horse to beat. Um, Foxy Frida, of course, is in the market. Large Dragon Tea. Uh, there's a big sort of whisper around this horse. Jamie Carr got off at last start and thought, you know, it's going to suit this race of 2,000 metres. Um, so they're the kind of ones that I'm looking around by. I just thought um, for Star Rail as well, a chance, but number nine for a little sneaky place, chance.
1: Good race this too, the 2,500 metre SA Phillies Classic. I like this race. I think do, drawn awkwardly, probably haven't seen enough. I know um, it's been okay, um, but I, I think it might be a little bit of a false favourite here. Every chance. I'm actually going one here at 27 bucks. The map. I've got the map on top here. Dan Clark and Ubi McGilvray. I know it's drawn wide. You That'll don't need suit. A map. Yeah, I know. But but if you go back, it's actually been extremely unlucky in a lot of these runs. Only three links off my whisper. Uh, going back at Morville not that long ago. I know it was eight links off him in the last one. Jungle Magnate, Harley moving. They all went there, but had no luck again. Things didn't go right. Spoken to the camp. Uh, this horse will eat the 2,500. So I've got the map on top. Other chances. The Amazonian, bundle of fun, Mamunia. prefer us even at 34s and then do so. I'm going wide in the first league of the Quaddy, but I've got the map, the seven on top at 27s.
6: Um, I don't have the map on top, but I've got it in the top three. I think it's a great each-way chance mile, so I'm happy to, to agree with you on that one. Um, I like Morissette at a bit of a price as well for Kayla Crowther. Um was, was okay in the SAO. The start before it was um, a little bit unlucky, but it's only start at 2,500. It was a really, really good run in a Vic derby. So... Um, yeah, you know it's going to get that sort of trip. So, Kayla Crowder, good luck to her. Um, yeah, the Amazonian can't knock it. Ducia can't knock it. And, yeah, the map, I'm, I'm keen each way as well, Miles.
2: We all sort of seem to be agreeing here. I thought the map was a chance, but drawing 20 does make you worry. It's a bit of an awkward gate, that 2,500-metre start right from the winning race yeah. the first time. Um, and so the pace of the race is probably going to um, really just work out how this field's going to sort itself out and probably come up with that um, The winner, obviously. So how to predict that. I actually don't mind number five, the Amazonian. Uh, it's got form two starts back behind Yaffert which, of course, came out really well in the Derby. So that's when I thought Zara from 16 will be able to navigate that. I did think Bundle of Fun was some chance from a good gate with Barrier 5 and Craig Williams. Um, never afraid to go forward that little bit as well. So there's a couple there I think you can get some value on. But, yeah, I'm hoping that um, the map does go well for um, Jake and it'll be Dan.
1: The R.A. Lee, race number seven. Interestingly, little racist. dallas is short. Big win winning chance, dangers. Junipel, uh, look, struck by it, I'd have to run out of its skin, but is not without a hope. Um, look, I'm, prob- oh, I'm probably going to, outside of Dallasan. I'm probably going to back Excelia and I'm probably going to back Junipel. So Excelia, Junipel, Dallasan for me.
6: I oh, like Cherry Tortoni at a price. Um, Drawn well. It does get back, which can be a little bit of a concern for it. Where's it going to get into the run? But it's got a brilliant closing section also. That one can go on top. Look, if Galifan rocks up, it wins, but I'm just not sure where the horse is at coming from Sydney on those heavy tracks. This race seems like a bit of an afterthought, but I wouldn't be surprised if it wins. Um, leader in there, and also Junipal, I think, can round out the top four. I like um, number
2: 13, Belle Placier, in this race. Um, I think she's... A little bit of odds at the moment. Obviously, Dallas Sands the one that they've probably got to beat. It gets him well the set weights and penalties. Jason Holder's looking for the win on him. Uh, a couple of a couple of years he hasn't had a win, but I think he can bounce back here in this Group Three. Cherry to Tony, some chance and Struck by. Um, I think you've got to always go forward horses in these races or chances. But I thought Bell Plus here for the price for me.
1: Race number eight, a Goodwood, the big one. Uh, look, uh, genuine chances. I'll let you guys speak. We're running out of time though. Behemoth can win this. Savage 2XL can win this if it gets the same ride and it's a bit leaderish. The Inferno is probably going to be one that I think will be right in the finish. So if I'm having bets, I'm backing uh, a couple from behind, the Inferno and Belladnipatina. Nipatina. Um, I'm also backing the two that can lead if it goes leaderish. Savage 2XL and Extreme Warrior, if it's leaderish, Behemoth the Smoky. If he turns up, Bullock's his way out can win. They're my numbers.
6: I think Kayla Crowther's going to win her first Group 1 here with Behemoth. I'm pretty keen on it at a, a bit of a price. Um, it's really well weighted after the 62 kilos, back to 59. No luck. Everyone saw it last start. Um, Extreme Warrior, I think, can run a good race. Outlaws Revenge, the big ruffy. If they go too quick, it will be flying at the end. Sectionals with a very good last start. And the Inferno in as well.
2: I'm with number one, Behemoth. Touching wood for Kayla Crowther, I'm fingers crossed. Uh, I think she can win this race. Um, the other chances I have are... Not an option. Number 17, I thought it was a little bit of smoky Manhattan Times down the bottom can sneak in for a little bit of value. Obviously, Extreme worry. Respect that with Jamie Carr. Instant Celebrity, the guy on the blinkers. First time on her, um, possibly could improve. Um, and Ironclad, of course, I do like this horse and Bell and FT, team, can't have them all, so I'm just going with number one.
1: Yeah, Manhattan Times fastest 200 uh, on the card uh, last start, and look, probably needs to go in the quaddy. So we're, you know, we're all sort of kind of seeing it the same. Let's go do race number nine. This is a really good race, So proud miss. Sarah Dess, your favourite here. I'm with another award. I uh, thought it was super last start. Uh, I think it's going to be right there. The danger to its poised terrain. Great first up. Record poised to reign. Uh, and then uh, and then I'm Serides. So I am another award poised to rain, Serides for me. Another
6: award on top for me. Uh, don't really need to say much more. Excellent in a group one. This is a uh, level back. Miss Albania didn't have any luck last start. That can go in as well. Diamonds is absolutely flying for Chris B. That's going to run you a race at odds. And Serides for fourth.
2: Yeah, very hard race for the end of the program. Obviously, I love Serides. I always follow at number one, so I'm completing that. Another award, as we, we mentioned, um, going really well. We have to include that one. And the other one I did like was I Am Bene, maybe sneaky, but he needs to take a step up from his last run. And Kayla, on spinning some chance.
1: Let's go to the break on the other side of this. To our best, our values and our lays on Goodwood Day here in Adelaide. Uh, find better odds on AFL on Betfair and play your way. As always, gamble responsibly.
0: The SA Betfair Edge with Claire Lindop and Miles Fitzner for Betfair. Set your own odds on the million-dollar chase on Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Welcome
1: back to the SA Betfair Edge. Miles Fitzner, Claire Lindop, Lockie Mosley with you all. Thanks to Betfair. Find better odds on AFL on Betfair and play your way. As always, gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Lock uh, the balls in your court, mate. Kick us away. Best value and lay.
6: Best bet is Foxy Frieda, race five, number five, luckless last start. Should have won, step up to the 2000suits. Our next best is race nine, number three, another award. Comes back from a great run at Group One Company. Should be winning. Our Ruffy is race six, number seven, The Map. And our lay of the day is the best horse in the race, race seven, number seven, Dallas. And I just think he might be at the end of the preparation, and this was a bit of an afterthought.
2: Goodwood day at Morfaville. Uh Hard to have an absolute best, but I've got a few values for you. Race six, number five, the Amazonian. Race seven, number 13, Belle Placier. Uh, and in the Goodwood race eight, number one, Behemoth. Um, and i probably, if I'm forced to say a lay, I'm going to go race six, number one, Doucier. I think there's a few chances in the SA these Classic, including the Mappet. Some good odds there, and I like the Amazonian too.
1: Uh, geez, if Locke has a good day, I'm going to have a good day. My best, though, race four, number four, see you in heaven. Only has to turn up as be 75% of what that last run was. It'll absolutely brain him again. Uh, next best, race nine, number three, another award. Spot on. This it a dropping grade, this. And I think Zerides, the ride really made, like, flattered at last start. It put the handbrakes on uh, and stacked the field up. It was, it was genius by Craig Williams. I've never seen a jockey put the handbrakes on that hard. Rolled the field back. And, uh, and then kicked away. So another award, next best. And then my value, which is my each way bet, the map. I think the map can run a serious race here. Um, look, I've obviously mentioned in the card I'm going to play a few more all around that sort of 9 and $10 mark. One of the tougher sort of group one days I think I've experienced in Adelaide. Lock, would you agree? Yeah, it is.
6: I mean, the, the the form took a long, long time to do. Um Look, if, if you've found one or two winners on the day, you're probably going to end up in front because there's lots and lots of value in the race. So, um, yeah, good luck to everyone. Um, good, good luck to the SA Hoops in the Group 1s as well. I think, um, I think we might see a, a new Group 1 winner in Kayla Crowther on, on Saturday.
1: Thanks, Locke. Uh, we'll chat again same time, same place next week. Thanks, guys. Lockheed Mosley there. Thanks to Winning Edge Investments, Clearby, your final thoughts. Tough card.
2: Yeah. Good luck to Behemoth and Cali Crowther, But uh, yeah, there's lots of value to be had. Um,
1: well, good luck. Well, good luck to everyone. And <laughs> in the, geez, you guys all jumping on there. Good luck to everybody else that's running in the Goodwood as well.
2: Exactly. A couple of good runners over in Melbourne as well to keep an eye on. the Adelaide horses going over.
1: Yeah, there is a few Adelaide horses. I'm look. If I had to put, if you had to put my money on one for the Goodwood, I'd be on the Inferno. I think. Just it might be able to. I'm just hoping there's a stack of speed. You think to Excel? Do you think they're going to try and pinch it again, like they did?
2: Well, the way he bounced out of the gates, the Mackay.
1: Well, he nearly huck. Like he's that was enormous, wasn't it? At,
2: I think I'll get across to the fence myself too.
1: My quaddy's going to be a four or four hundred and fifty dollar quaddy. Don't you reckon? It's got to be big.
2: Running out of time, and they ask me these questions that I don't know how to
1: answer. I'm asking them. you a question to fill the last <laughs> 30 seconds of the show, Claire. <laughs> well, I don't know you're a great memory me for the rest of the good my,
2: all, all my bloody tips, and now you're bloody
1: trying to wind me up. Oh, I didn't make you opposition. rush for you, <laughs> you guys, were well, told you how much time we had left, and you guys bolted through anyway. That's all we got time for on the SA Betfair Edge. <laughs> Find better odds on AFL and play your way. Make sure you always gamble responsibly. If you miss the show, head to the SEN app. Type in Betfair Edge. You can listen to the podcast. Have a fantastic Goodwood Day.